This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. What do you think of that action? Okay, so I'm assuming my wife gets back to town today because the weather's going to be beautiful and she's been gone for three days and the weather sucked all three days. Yeah. Is yes. that a plan? Yeah, she's <clears throat> got to bring us the good weather. It was, it was a... It was a fun Mother's Day and everything, but it would have been nicer if we could have gone on a bunch of walks and stuff. Oh, I was going to play golf with my friends. I stopped playing golf for six years. You have friends? Yeah, I know. It's hard to believe. Well, not really friends. Acquaintances. You know. Scandal. <laughs> okay. Where are you guys going to play at? Uh, Golden Valley. Nice. And, of course, I wake up, and it's just pouring rain, so that was out. But yep. I did go and play golf on Friday over at Midland Hills with Tim Ivory. Yep. Five holes, and then it started pouring. So uh, two rounds of golf schedule, got five holes total in, and sat in and watched television the whole weekend. Mm. What is, well, it's never nice here until the middle of June, consistently. I mean, you have nice days. It's going to be a nice week. It's going to be nice this week and this weekend. It needs to be. Uh, Thursday, I think, is the only day it might rain. I think. Well, here, I'll, I'll run down the, here it is right here. Patchy early fog, otherwise sunny and warmer. You know, there was zero visibility down uh, over, and I shouldn't say down, but over in Wisconsin on the border. I didn't know Zero that. visibility because of fog. Oh, my God. That's some thick fog right there. That's terrifying to drive in. Indeed. Patchy early fog, otherwise sunny and warmer with a high of 75. Today, Tuesday, sunny and warm with a high of 80. Tomorrow, Wednesday, mostly sunny with a high of 74. Then Thursday, partial sun with scattered showers. Oh, we're only talking about scattered showers. Well, thunderstorms at night, though. Uh, and then it, that other stuff is too far out. They're saying sunny, sunny, sunny on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with eyes of 64, 71, 77. We'll see if that happens. It is not warm right now. It's sunny and 47. But yeah. it didn't feel cold out. Did it feel cold out to you? Not too bad this morning. No, I walked for about 20 minutes this morning, and yeah. I was in a pair of shorts and a sweatshirt. Felt fine. You, you yeah. guys both went on walks this well, morning? Indeed, sister. Get off your ass. Let's go. I was sleeping. Pick up the pace, sister. <laughs> I t- honestly got, no, Rudy, it might be a you know, different generation, all the rest of it, but I'm not kidding you. I can get out of bed, get everything, you know, wash up, get everything taken care of, blah, 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 shave and all that. When I go for a walk, it makes me feel wonderful. Yeah. In my brain, it's just like, oh, God, this feels good. I, I feel like most of, you know, don't get me wrong, it's great to have a therapist, but I feel like most of this stuff could probably <laughs> yeah, be, be solved if you just got your ass up off the couch and took a walk and yeah. cleared your head every single yep. day. It doesn't have to be for two hours, nope. 25 minutes, that's all you need. And, like, I love, I mean, I go for a run or a walk every single day, but I'm not doing it in the morning. Like, I, no. Sugar tit. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> all the way. All the way, sister. No, you got to do it. That's the thing. You got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. You know, like I said, I just, you know, I'm doing that MN fat loss thing yeah, in, yeah, in a yeah. minute here, and I've lost 20 pounds in the first 30. Today is my so annoying. start up. What do you mean it's annoying? It's annoying it's supposed when to men do. lose weight. They're like, okay, so I quit looking at cake for oh, 20 yeah. minutes, yeah. and I lost 20 yeah. pounds. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. I'll eat all the sugar I want to leave me alone. No, it, it, it just worked out really. I still have 30 more to go, though, because I'm going to get... I might even lose... I might get down to 215, which okay, I have not cal- been since I was in junior high school. Calm down, sir. Well, you live longer. All right, well... well you want me to die, don't you? I knew it. Okay, that's where this is going. She, wa- she wants I'm me to saying, gain like, weight and die. You're, you're Mr. Like, well, this is good, so this will be better. Well, no, don't you think it's smart as you move forward in life to kind of thin down and don't put too much... Because I don't drink or smoke, so maybe yeah. I don't need to do that. Well, I mean, I, 
I like your original goal. I don't think you have to go too hard. 225. Yeah. I, I, I do look pretty skinny at 225 because I got, I got a kind of a big rib cage yeah. or a big chest or whatever air cage. You already look like you lost so much weight. It's annoying. Really? Yes. I was looking at that photo that you took with Allie, and I was like, why do they both look tiny little skinny people? And then a month ago, <laughs> hope you were watching on YouTube because I just made big cheeks. Big cheeks. Fat face. Um, no, it's great. It worked out, it worked out wonderfully. Do you know what movie we watched for our... I want to hear because I got trying to find a movie. Um, well, you, I, you've seen this, oh. but it was our Mother's Day nap. We, Justin asked me what I wanted to do, and one of the things I like, I like... He's not a good napper, but I like taking a nap as a group. So we put Gogo down for a nap, and I was like, let's watch a movie. We'll throw in a movie we've seen before, and I ended up staying up and watching the whole thing because it was so good. Juno... Have you seen? Oh well, yeah, I got. I saw Juno years ago. It it was such a fun Is Mother's Day. Johnny Day. Depp. No, um, who was in that? No, uh, what's his name? But it's Elliot Page now. At the time, it was Ellen Page, right? Yeah, yeah, but and um, Michael Sarah. Yeah, no, no, no. The main, the Jason Bateman. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was Jason Bateman. Yeah, okay, I was like the dad. Yeah, and he's so icky in it. Icky. Yeah, he's there not great. Um, but yeah, it was just like a really good Mother's Day show because she's you know pregnant and necess doesn't necessarily know if she wants to keep the baby. Well, she's actually pretty sure right at the beginning she does not want to keep the baby. And it was just like, I don't know. It was one of those movies that's right. on HBO right now. Throw it on. I think, you, I think you'd get a kick out of it. I don't have time to watch movies when the twins score 16 runs in one game. <laughs> I know. Palomino. Allie and her boyfriend, they went to the Saturday game. And I saw them um, after... Hey. And he's Light a Cubs he's fan. A... Scott's a Cubs yeah, fan, right. and was looked heartbroken. Well, they got beat a, by a, what eleven to three or eleven to one, and they got beat sixteen to three. So what's yeah. happening? What's going on over there? It's one of those deals where the, when the remember when the whole team wasn't hitting for about ten days there. Yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. was hitting. Now, of course, everybody's hitting. I'm hoping it's a sign that Rocco really is a good manager. That'd be great because if they don't if they don't win in the next couple of years, he ain't gonna have a job. Well, they should have held back a little bit and saved those hits for later. Well, I agree. You know, just beating somebody like two to one and then, you yes. know, four to three, that would have been good. Remember, like, <laughs> in, like, kids' sports, after you have so many runs, oh, yeah. Yeah. you have to go, okay. The old 10-run rule, the murder rule. The yeah, murder yeah, rule. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, they still do that in softball, don't they? I oh, think. yeah. yeah the 10-run rule. Yeah. It does help when the team you're playing sucks. Yes. You know, that also really helps. I assume so. Yeah, there was a downtime when the Brewers were just awful and they came to Target Field. So we all went. I was wearing my Brewers jersey, super excited. Dave Bush is on the mound, first inning, gives up nine runs. I was oh. like, all right, never mind. <laughs> You're just like flipping yeah. your shirt inside yeah, out. It. It's like, I'll see you guys over at the bar. I'm taking off. He gave up nine runs in the first inning? First inning, yeah. That's unbelievable. It was brutal. Mm -hmm. That means that really sucked. But I watched uh, the Twins over the weekend because it was raining. I was going to be golfing, but I couldn't, didn't go golfing because I was going to watch the Twins game because well, it was raining. if your Twins are playing in the rain, you could have stepped it up. Oh, yeah, nothing more fun than playing golf in the rain. It was cold rain, too. I played tennis and it started raining on Saturday, and it was cold rain. That's crazy. It was so bad in town because up north, beautiful. Nothing but sunshine. Yeah, that's yeah, what I heard. Yeah. It was excellent. A little bit of overcast on Saturday, but I got a decent-sized sunburn on the back of my neck from uh, yesterday wow. sitting in the fishing boat. And then I got, I don't know, all the way down to Zimmerman on Highway 169, and I'm like, where are these clouds rolling in from? And yeah. then it kind of stayed away for a while, but it wasn't as 
Because I heard reports all weekend of like, oh, so glad you're up north because it is it's cats and dogs here in, in the Twin Cities. You ride a motorcycle, right? I used to. I gave it up. Oh, I was going to say, that must be so hard to try to figure out when oh, you can God, ride a motorcycle, yeah. especially if you want to go up north. Mm-hmm. Like. That'd be a hard, yeah, that'd be like a gamble every time. I can't come home because it's raining. Right? Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, yeah, I've never been a motorcycle guy. I just don't, I don't trust human beings enough to ride a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. I just don't. And those guys who wa- weave through the traffic, on the, that's a bad idea. Oh, yeah. I think so. Uh, every time I have to go to Los Angeles, I sit on the highway and I see those dudes cutting <laughs> oh, in between yeah. cars. I'm like, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how. It's so scary. Ugh. One of these days, man, you get you got some crazy some bitches out there, okay? I know. And one of these days, somebody's going to be a passenger in a in a car, and you're going to be pulling through, and he's going to open the door, and you're going to hit the damn door. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I'm just going to happen because there some people are not very bright. No. Oh. It'll stop them, yeah. It'll probably also kill them, but other than that, oh, you know. and like the chances of you being late or needing to be somewhere is because I assume you're single if you're making. <laughs> No, I will tell you flat out, and I'm very serious about this. If I ever show up at 7.30, tough titty. I've decided to start at 7.30. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, this is the only We're not weaving in and out of traffic. No, we're not weaving in and None out of traffic. None of us are heart surgeons, no. no. It's very, very true. Um, so Catherine made a deal with me. She, I asked her what she wanted for Mother's Day. Uh-huh. Okay. And she said, well, I'm leaving town. I said, well, yeah, but what do you want for Mother's Day? And she told me what she wanted, and I agreed to it. So what do you think of this? She said all she wanted for Mother's Day was for me to stop watching the national news. She said it drives you crazy. It puts you in a bad mood. Stop watching. You can watch the local news, like I watched Chris Eggert this morning before I got in the car and came here. Uh But I do agree with her that, that it's just not worth it for me, certainly, and most people. And I don't care where it comes from. Well, there's a story this morning that apparently these very same people are worried about AI because they think in the next election, literally, in the next, what is that, uh, 17, 18, 19 months, something like that? Uh-huh. They think AI is going to have a huge effect on lying about election results. And they're very worried about that, right? Uh-huh. And I said, I see why they're worried, because lying about things is like Fox and CNN's job. Mm, yeah, they... And MSNBC and all the rest of Yeah, them. now great robots are taking our jobs again. <laughs> exactly. So we have robots doing the news on Fox and CNN. But yeah, they're very concerned that AI is going to lie about, uh, you know, come up. Well, there was another story about something happened to McDonald's or something. And it never happened. It was all made up. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get a whiteboard. And yeah. we're going to have... How many days since last talking about national politics? And it also has to include you saying you're not going to talk about politics. No, it can't do because I, I have made a pact. Yeah, so we're going to see. With my wife. Yeah, we're going to see how long this lasts. I am not, I have, I didn't, she was gone for four days. I didn't watch one second of national news. Okay. I watched the local news, but not national. All right. Because they don't lie on the local news. They just tell you, hey, clouds are coming in. They are. You know what I mean? Clouds are coming well, in. Well, there was one lie. Chris Eggert said he had two legs, and I knew that was a damn lie. He is such an attention whore. <laughs> fake news. Fake, fake news. Oh, fake news, news Eggert at it again. Yeah, typical. So what do you guys think of that? Do you think, okay, so, so far I'm about four days in. Okay. 361 to go. But to tell you the truth, she was right, because I woke up this morning in a much better mood than I usually do, because I watch a lot. Well, first of all, I always consider it to be my job to watch the national news. 
And she said, not anymore, because it's not the same as it used to be. And, like, I don't think, I mean, we could take the poll. I don't think anybody listening to our show is like, what's going on in the national news? Tell me now. Oh, yes, there are. There no, are many people like that. I'm just saying, like, our listeners listen for a reason. They want they want to have fun. They want to, you know, be informed on oh, some aspects. you've aspect. decided this, have you? I are get you messages an all oh, the time. Why don't you settle down, Marconi? <laughs> I get I love messages on you. all the time that are like, they write, whenever we start talking about politics, they write in quack, 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 I know quack, they, they, quack. Well, that's one guy, though, I thought. Or is it more guys Oh, now? it's more than guys, yes. A lot of quack, quacks? A lot of quack, Anything quacks. good this morning? I don't know. I haven't looked yet. No, but I tell you, honestly, God, I think she's probably right about that. I feel much happy. I'm in a much better mood on a Monday, usually after a weekend of watching that stuff, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, to try to figure out what's going on in the world. I was in such a horrible mood that by Sunday night, then when I woke up on Monday morning, I'm like, oh, God, do I even want to do this anymore? <laughs> you know? So I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Because i got to be honest with you, I have gotten to the point, I can't tell the difference who's in which party because all they do is lie. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all they do is lie about everything. And again, there were two stories uh, this morning on The Wire. The Wire. Huh? <laughs> the Wire. Oh, man. I'm going with The Wire. <laughs> but the two stories on whatever, um, about AI already this morning. They're, they're getting very concerned about AI if it can fool that many people. But you have to remember, a lot of people are not very smart, right? Yeah. You, you know that to be true. I mean, I think that there's, there's fears with every new technology, right? Like yeah, when, that's for sure. Even when the internet was coming up and there's a lot of things that were founded and then a lot of things that were like, all right, calm down. I think... We need to definitely not get too hyped up about things that haven't even happened yet. You know, the first thing I ever saw on a, uh, uh, once, once streaming started, the first thing I ever saw on a desktop uh-huh. computer. What? A man's penis. I was going to say the Pam and Tommy video. There wasn't a Pam and Tommy no? video, but okay. it, close, very yeah. close. It, it may as well have been the Pam sure. and Tommy. Because I'm walking by and Andy had a friend over. At the time, I think they're in like ninth grade or something like that. What year did what year did did, did uh, downloading and streaming start? Not not streaming, but well, I guess fax. You were streaming. What was that? The late probably late nineties. Yeah, because yeah. late nineties. Yeah, yeah, because that's like, about right. Because Pam and Tommy, I think, was like around that ninety five ish area, ninety four, yeah. ninety five ish, and that was right at the. They were like one of the first videos that you could click on and watch on yeah. the internet. Yeah. Do you know that guy made hundreds of millions of dollars off Girls Gone Wild? Oh, yeah. And hundreds then, of millions. And then did uh, did some time. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did some time for, uh, I, I don't know if it was fraud that. or, yeah, there was, a, there was a whole thing about it. Oh, yeah. Explain mm. it to me. So you got $100 million bucks, but you still have to commit fraud? Why would you even buy? I go, I got $100 million, goodbye, you'll never see me again. Yeah, there was a uh, a movie that came out called Middlemen. It was uh, oh, Lu- okay. Luke Wilson, James Caan. Um, it was about the guys who decided they, they they were the first guys to figure out that you could make money by putting pornography on the internet. Right. And they right. were like the original porn hubs and I remember guys in high school setting up websites that basically were just like um, they were like, I don't know what you want to call it, like an aggregator of pornography. These dudes, and, and, and you know, for kids who were in the 10th, 11th grade, these guys were making like 300 bucks a week by people God. clicking on pornography <clears throat> that they didn't own. I'm like, how are you doing this? <laughs> you guys are gods amongst men right now. Isn't that amazing? Making yeah. money off of somebody else's hard porno work. Yeah. yeah. No doubt about it. 
But yeah, and back then, by the way, so that I, yeah, it would have been probably ninety. 98, I would think it was, because sure. Andy was about 12 years old, and his buddy came over, and he wanted to look at some porno. But back then, and I don't know what the rate was, but it took about five to ten minutes for one picture oh, to, yeah. to download. You're just watching it as it just dink, <laughs> just like, a little bit more. You're like, you're like, listen, guys, we're like seven minutes away from a nipple. Yeah, just, exactly. Let me know when we're there. <laughs> that's exactly right. It's like, holy God, that's taking forever. But I walked by and went... Okay, time to get a little control on this outfit. Sure. So the Girls Gone Wild creator, Joe Francis, was sentenced uh, for assault and false imprisonment of three women. So What? Yeah. Why would you assault women that make you a lot of money? Three counts of false imprisonment, one Jesus. of dissuading a witness from reporting, and one of assault causing great bodily injury. Would you, if I walk over and shut the door, would you include, uh, accuse me of false imprisonment? No, because you've been trying to get me to leave. For, <laughs> trying to get the her whole out. Of time that get you out. Know. Every time people bring up Girls Gone Wild, I think of that great David Tell joke where he goes, I watch Girls Gone Wild in reverse because it looks like the girls have learned their lesson. <laughs> See, they learned their lesson. We're never doing that They're again. Like putting their shirts back on. <laughs> Magnificent. We have to take a break. Got great stuff coming up. Matter of fact, we got a very busy hour coming. I got Bob Sansevier coming up right after this, and we got Kristen Burt right after Bob, and then Scott Rose from Officer Down Podcast. Scott Rose will join us at the top of the hour. Well, about 10 minutes, too. We'll be right back right after this, though. I know that. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow. And now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow that you will ever own. Say goodbye to tossing and turning, flipping your pillow over in the middle of the night. And more great news on the MyPillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free offer with promo code TOM. MyPillow 2.0, it's temperature-regulating technology. is 100% made in the United States, and it comes with a 10-year warranty and, of course, a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to receive the MyPillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code TOM or call 800-516-5146 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant for Bradshaw and Bryant. If you've been hurt in a car collision, it's traumatic enough. You don't need to waste time and energy on the legal stuff. Think of us as a partner who will guide you through the process. First off, you need to recover, but part of that is getting the compensation you deserve. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we'll work hard so you can get the rest you need during the trying months after a personal injury. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we understand how important it is to make our clients comfortable. So we build each client relationship on the pillars of honesty and transparency. Don't miss out on what's rightfully yours. We'll go to bat for you. For your free case consultation, please visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. I'm Mike Bryan. I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to Bradshaw and Bryant. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. 
Tom Bernard here. Are you ready for some throttle therapy? Cruise the water in luxury on a brand new Bennington pontoon from Power Lodge. Enjoy sunset from the water, entertain the kids, and float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge, with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud. Hundreds of pontoons in stock across all Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at Brainerd's newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. Enjoy the best days of summer on your favorite lakes in a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Twin Cities newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge in Ramsey. With locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine in St. Cloud, and hundreds of Benningtons in stock across all locations, the Power Lodge is your destination before you hit the lakes this summer and cruise at sunset. Fun begins at the Lodge, the Twin Cities newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. Get some throttle therapy on land and water, millermarine.com and powerlodge.com, and you can tell them Tommy sent you. Nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at TomBernardShow.com. As a golf passport cardholder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to TomBernardShow.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. TomBernardShow.com. Keyword passport. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. 7.22 now, 22 minutes after 7 o'clock. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob Sansevier Sports brought to you by Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Personal injury lawyers seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Sandy, what's the latest? Well, well, your twins, Tom, it's unbelievable. They had an enormous weekend. They won the series with the Cubs, won the last two, scored 11 runs uh, What on Saturday. Mm-hmm. 16-3 they win yesterday. Mm-hmm. They just beat them up to a pulp. They did indeed. Now, is, is, is Chicago that bad, the Cubs that bad, or the Twins finally figured something out? Because they sucked for about 10 days, and now they've been doing nothing but crushing the ball the last weekend. I think it's a combination. I mean, they probably. Uh, they faced Marcus Stroman, who had the, led the league in right. uh, quality starts, and he just had a bad, a bad, bad outing, you know. But they, they are, they're heating up the way we heard every year. You hear, oh, when the weather gets nicer, the team will heat up. Well, they did this weekend, and we'll see if it can somehow continue. But the weather sucked bad, this weekend. What's that? But the weather sucked this weekend. Well, it should be heating up. I'll put it that way. Now, <laughs> yeah, there you go. We'll see what happens because they now go to uh, L.A. They're going to play the Dodgers, who are one of the best teams in mm-hmm. baseball. Second best record in the, uh, well, in Major League Baseball. Here's a, something, though, if, you know, if you're a Twins fan that you have to like. They're plus 43 
in run differential. Right. That's third best in the American League, fifth best in Major League Baseball. So they're getting a lot of runs, and they're also not allowing a lot of runs to be scored. So that is, I mean, that's a real key thing, and they play in the uh, sucky American League Central right. three and a half up. So that's a good thing for them, too. It is a very, very good thing. Bob, you just reminded me of something, just bringing up the Dodgers. When I was a little boy, uh-huh. the Minnesota Twins played the L.A. Dodgers, and Sandy Koufax kicked our ass. I'll never forget it. I got a feeling Don Drysdale may have done a little bit of that, Well, too. that's a possibility, yes, that he was involved. Now, I'm, I was so excited. Matter of fact, they put it on television at school. That's how big a deal that was when I was a little boy. Wow, the only thing we ever got was the, uh, and I was like in kindergarten, the Kenny assassination. We got that in school. Oh, yeah, God. No, that was, an, that, that, was, that was a tough day. Yeah, I remember a lot of teachers weeping. Well, yeah, I mean, going to Catholic school like I was, that was a very, very big deal because he was our very first Catholic president. Is there been another one since? Or yeah, is he the B- only Biden. one? Oh, Biden. Well, okay. <laughs> he goes, well. Catholic. Well, he is a Catholic, though. If he could remember it. Yeah, you're right. I am, me too. If I could only remember that I'm Catholic. I do remember that, though, I guess. You know what's funny about that, Sandy? Is I'm not a very religious guy. I mean, I believe there's something much bigger than me, so that, that I guess if that's God, that's good, right? Yeah. But I just, I don't get all whipped up about this stuff like everybody. You can't do this, you can't do this, and this is okay. It's like, leave me alone, okay? We. You know, the t- I'm not going to get all religious on you, but the toughest thing when I moved here about the Catholic Church, the whole for people who are not Catholic, there's this Holy Communion thing. Right. You know, but I grew up where you had to go to, you know, you basically had to confess your sins, and they don't do that here. You can just go up and get this communion, and I don't get it. And I had a, a talk with a priest here who agrees with me, but that's not the way it is. Also, I grew up where you couldn't have meat any Friday. Well, now, hey, no yeah. problem. Lent, you better do it then, maybe. Good Friday's the day you really got to be careful about. Yeah, I suppose that is true. No, you're right, though. About, so they don't do confession at all anymore? They do, but not everyone goes. Oh, I see. Okay. <clears throat> you don't oh, have whatever. to go. It's not a rule anymore. So, I suppose. that. Uh, hey, can I... Um, you are... I, I know you're such a huge social media fan, right? Oh, yeah. I go on it all the time. I can't get off it. No question. I wouldn't go on well, social got- media if you gave me the thing. Well, I got to get your impression of this. Uh, the other night, Friday night, and this is a sports thing because it involves, you know, a sporting event. Uh, my son shoots trap. All three of them do. But my youngest one shoots trap. And uh, besides high school, high school rodeo has trap. Mm-hmm. So my wife, Mary, took a picture of uh, the kids that shot. They all got a group picture. And she posted it and talked about how great it is because it is. I mean, it's, uh, it's a great, it is a great sport for kids. It is the fastest growing sport in the state of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Over 12,000 kids in high school shoot trap. So somebody, one of these keyboard warriors, posts on her, on her little post this nice thing about these kids. Those redneck kids should do us all a favor and shoot themselves. Oh, my God. And that, how sick. I mean, what she was, before she could erase, she did erase the thing, but before she could block them or do anything more or respond to them, they blocked her. Good. It, it is good. But, I mean, how sick do you have to be to write and say something like this? It is. It's the safest sport also in high school athletics because there's never been an injury. 
And the only way to be an injury is if one kid, I mean, no kid's ever shot another kid. Does anybody know trapped. what her point was? What, what was the point, that to have a they gun is guns. horrible? Oh, they hate Yeah, guns. they hate guns. I mean, that's, but that also is why, uh, you know, it, it's a problem because you have so many politicians railing against guns. And, yes, mm-hmm. it's horrible when there's shootings. But mm-hmm. the majority of people are safe gun owners. Well, I would say this, Bob, that if they ever did decide to get rid of guns, as they say, only the bad people will have guns. Yes, and it's that's true. the biggest problem. It is a huge problem. And, you know, and I, uh, I, well, I, I don't know if this is, poli- I know we want to stay away from politics, but the, you know, the legislature's. Oh, Brittany. Quack, quack. Well, <laughs> well but is it, is it a, talking about gun laws, is that politics? Because now this is the law of the state. These, oh, red, uh, oh, these red gun laws are dangerous because if you and I have a disagreement, I could just call the authorities and say, Tom's got a gun. I'm worried about him. Oh, that's and not they confiscate your guns. This is going to be a big problem. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, but again, can anybody be responsible on any side of this argument? No, because both sides go so far in yes. the other direction. Well, that's what we do now. I mean, again, and I think that, once again, has to do with our politicians and the national news. Not the local news, but the national. They have poisoned our brains to a, to a spot now. I don't know if we're ever... Do you think we'll ever get around it? I don't think it's going to get better. I don't know I don't what it either. will take to get better really too bad but so i'm very grateful to my wife saying go watch you want to watch that news go live somewhere else <laughs> so i think that's pretty cool actually no she well, just, you... just cares for my own mental stability my own emotional stability because i do get pissed off going well that's a flat out lie and you know it and then i get all angry yeah i don't watch much news and i used to watch you know i'd watch cnn some and i watch fox but not, not in that and it has nothing nope. to do with this tucker carlson thing i just got tired of it me too. And uh, the local news, because I watch my stories, most of my stories are on the number four. So I catch some of, uh, you know, Frank and Emilia, their, sure. their stuff, their news, because I watch a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, But usually I just snap away from it because it, I could find the news if I want to find what It's easy to find what's going on and what's big stories. Well, you watch like Chris Eggert online. in the morning, don't you? Well, who doesn't? That's what I'm saying, you know. Yeah. It's just a given. So, yeah, I like what, matter of fact, watching the local news, I like because they were talking about like the fishing opener and they were talking about the twins and they're talking about all the things I want to hear about. Not one person lied to me the whole time I was watching the news this morning, which I thought was good. Well, well, the local news, especially the morning news, they're usually straight shooters. Yes. They're not putting in their own opinions. Mm, There's no doubt about that, which I really like. So, look at a much better, listen, look at that mood I'm in, Brittany. I'm shocked. I'm shooketh. Shook, I'm shooketh. You are taking care of yourself, and well, my wife is kind of instructing me on how to do that. Let's but, be know. honest; all good things derive from Catherine. Well, that's just a fact. Too. That's very true. <laughs> I'm not even going to argue that point. Thank you. Oh, but you know what? Now the next thing is Brittany's going to set that up to say this is the best thing that ever happened to her husband is meeting her. Oh, that's true. Um, he would. I might be the top five. <laughs> no, top I was going to say, well, he would agree that I was like, yeah, there's some good stuff that's happened to Justin. I think now we're in that like really corny mode of being like, go-go is the best thing we ever did. Of course. Um, you should feel that way. <laughs> Wait a minute. What else would there be besides that? <laughs> exactly. He's done some good things, right? I don't know. Well, we bought that crock pot. That thing was kind of swell. Oh, the air fryer was a great investment. Much better than Go-Go. Oh, well, a close second. (laughs) (laughs) They're neck and neck. It depends on the day. Tom, I did. uh, Now, I I don't want 
uh, I don't want to go off on a tangent here, but I did see a, at some photo, recent photos of you. You have become quite fetching. Yeah, I've lost. lost it. I mean, uh, you're down. All right, 20 keep pounds. your hands off Tom, okay? Oh, that's kind of his vocal hands. Yeah, he's coming yes. for you. Matter of fact, today is one month exactly, and I've lost 20 pounds. I want to get down about 30 more. I want to get down about 225, which is pretty – 220, 225 is pretty low for me. It's a good fighting weight. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. It'd be good. You know, I don't think we've talked about this, but I have no problem mentioning it because I, the reason I would mention it is for people – to uh, I told you about, or I, maybe yeah, I did tell you, uh, I went to the doctor because I had a foot injury and I found out I had diabetes. In a sense, it might be the best thing to happen to me. When did that because happen? I guess I didn't mention it. Uh, three weeks ago. Holy buckets. So, no but idea. I mean, I completely, I didn't know. They, I'd gone and the doctor said, well, you haven't had a blood test in a while, blood work. So it turned out my blood sugar, well, it was higher than it actually should have been because they didn't say we're going to do blood work. So I didn't fast at all. I'd had like a, a high-rise sea salt caramel about two hours, two and a half hours before. There's a shock. Well, because a week later, that was – I just went for my foot. My regular doctor wasn't uh, – he was off because he actually is the Timberwolves doctor too. So he was oh, uh, down sure. and off. Yep. But anyway, um, it came back, and I when I heard that, I just completely changed everything about what I had to cut out the bread. You know, the I love bagels. Not anymore. Oh, you know, bagels. No milkshakes. Uh, no, uh, you know – Sea salt caramel milkshakes from Culver's, nothing like that. But I've lost, I lost fifteen in uh, in less than three weeks or about three weeks. That's good. And I f- I do feel good, but it, the reason I'm saying it's the best thing that happened, I wouldn't have stopped what I was doing and what I was eating mm-hmm. if it hadn't been for that. So I mean, there are things that can motivate us. But the point I'm getting to for people, and someone did this when I told them, is if you have anything bothering you, go to the doctor and say, hey, what else can you check? Because I've heard those stories of people who go for something else entirely. Then they find out they have something much more serious, yeah. Yeah. and they catch it in time before it gets even worse. I'm glad, so, you, I'm glad you caught it. How you, how's your foot feeling? Um, well, the foot's fine. I mean, it was just real bruised and swollen. I went because it was swollen. Mm-hmm. What something, happened? I got my foot caught under. I may have told you this, underneath a grate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trap thing. But that oh, was yeah. the best thing. If it hadn't been for that. I'd still be chowing on the bagels and those high-rise sea salt caramels. And it's just, uh, I mean, it, it was a good thing. But a, a friend of ours, I'd mentioned that she went because she was concerned and she found out she had diabetes. Really? So, I mean, as we get older, we, you know, many of us are susceptible. I think one in three or one in four people, you know, once you get to be uh, a certain age, you could get type 2 diabetes. Mm-hmm. But it's not like you have to give in. We're not. It's not like Passel. Ta- poor uh, Passel's had it since he was a kid. Yeah, yeah little that's kid. A tough one. Yeah. I just want to be a doctor for one day so I can walk in on someone, look at the documents, and go back off the slow pokes. What do you think? What? <laughs> don't you know what a slow poke no. is? No. You have. You don't know what a slow poke is. No. It's a Rudy, candy, please right? tell me you know what a slow poke is. I believe it's like a isn't it like a round chocolate candy type thing? Is it's that not what round. It is? It's is long round? and long and thin. Oh god! Gotcha. Well, maybe yeah. they make a round one. I don't know. They might. I don't mm. know. But it's like a caramel. <laughs> what the hell? It's not a popsicle. It's got like a caramel. It's like a caramel sucker. Sucker. Yeah, it's a caramel mm. sucker. That's exactly what it, it is. Kind of looks like uh, there was another thing that looks like. Um, I can't believe sugar you guys know what a slowpoke is. 
Get out of the house once in a while for Christ's Oh, yeah, sake. that's what Let's it is. Let's go. Yeah, that's because we grew up in the mid-90s where everything was like a gel- gelatinous, weird jelly, and Ish. it came out of a tube, and we su- it was awful. It was so Ish. bad and gross. That's that why. Was terrible. Yeah, that's why I don't get Skittles. I don't understand Skittles. I don't either. Why would you eat that either. when tiramisu is on the planet at the same time? Oh, eat something so good. Yeah, I don't get it. Well, Bob it, mentioned it. Sea salt caramel. I'm good. I'm in. It's quite, But the slow poke is kind of like a... Uh, well, it's like a poor man's version and a longer version of the sugar daddy. Yeah. yeah Remember those? Mm-hmm. But those are usually, I think those come in like the little nuggets. So I, when I looked this up, they do have sugar daddy pops um, as well. So I feel like they were, and there's no W in Slowpoke when you're looking for SLO, it. yep. That's exactly right. You know, that's a, that's per, now Rudy, this, is a, this would be good to listen to the show for any aspiring young comedians because you better look at your audience and see what their generation is. Yeah. Because you're going to deliver a phenomenal line like Slowpoke, yeah. and nobody knows what the hell it is. Boy, that's got to be a bitch now, I would imagine. <laughs> You've got D- this Bambi-eyed bitch looking at you going, mm. Bambi-eyed yeah. bitch. That's, uh, is that Britney over there? Well, you're like, Slowpoke. So slow down on the Slowpokes. And I was just like this, crickets? Because cr- I don't. I can't believe you don't know what a Slowpoke is. Because I know like all the stuff from my grandparents, my parents, all the stuff they used to get. No. But I, yeah, some people pay attention to it and other people don't. That's mm-hmm. very true. I don't think that was around ever because I feel like I would have noticed a slowpoke. Bob, what do you I think? Have, I've seen, I, I knew what the slowpoke was, the candy, but I never had one because it never no. really appealed to me. Too sugary? That's I why I like use slowpoke because it's nothing but sugar. Much like Gelfand, I was found it abhorrent they couldn't spell slow. Oh, God, Gelfand. <laughs> Gelfand every Thursday now. And that's why we should burn down the entire United States. <laughs> He's been getting whipped up politically lately, I'll tell you that. He does get a little worked up. Woo, calm down, Buster. Yeah, I have him. I get a double shot of Gelfand on the BS show every Wednesday. And, uh, you know, what do you want to talk about, Mike? Let's talk Trump. <laughs> you know, oh, God, that's all he ever wants to do. It's like, yeah, because all, they're all so much better than one another. They're the same fun, exact because, you people. Know what? Tommy puts the funny spin on it, though, so it's He does. Okay. No, he's a very funny yeah. guy. No question. All right, Sandy, I know you got a big day ahead of you. When are you going oh, oh, you know to come into studio, you stiff? Well, no, I said let's look at this Friday. Well, I, let me think My daughter, over. she's got a splint on her finger. Fortunately, it was not. They x-rayed it. It was not a broken finger, oh, so that's God. good news. So I'm going to throw one. I'm going to throw one at Sandy because Sandy knew what Slowpoke was, so I'm going to go back another generation. Okay. So, Bob, uh, over the weekend, Catherine and I went down to the State Theater and saw Park Your Carcass. Uh, Park Your Carcass, who, whose father, or he is the father of? You said, do they know, do you guys know who Park Your Carcass is the father of? N- you guys aren't even speaking English at Park this point. Park Your Carcass. Park Your Carcass. Tell them, Bob. Well, there's a, okay, one of them was a, uh, was most recently, and he, sadly, he passed away. He was an Einstein. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and the other one. Do you know who I'm? Bob Einstein, and you know who he was, Brittany. Super Dave, Brittany. No, he was like, super. You know, Super S- Dave. Super Dave Osborne. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Bob Einstein, the Einstein family. Isn't that uh, Albert? That's Albert Brooks's yes. brother, right? Exactly yeah. Okay. Right. All right. That's exactly and right. And Mark Carcass was his pappy, and yep. I know that because I was a big fan of. Uh, I think he was on the Eddie Cantor show. That's how I, you know, realized who he was. 
Oh man, Super at, Dave loved him. So amazing. At, at, and his, and Albert Brooks. Yeah, at his funeral when he died, Albert Brooks. Did they have another brother who's like a car salesman? He's not really a. Uh, yeah. He's yeah. not really a, a, in show business. And at Super Dave's funeral, his brother Albert Brooks gets up to the podium. He's about to say something, and he <laughs> leans over to the microphone, and he leans back, and he looks over at the priest, and goes, and I think his brother's name is like Randy or something, and he goes, uh, I, I got to be honest, I, I thought we were here for Randy's funeral. <laughs> Huge laugh. Everybody cracked up laughing. It was like it just broke the tension in the room. Isn't that you know? great? Yeah. Isn't that great to do? Mm-hmm. Bob, and, get the hell yes. off the air. Well, let me just say you, who your new your guest is right here. Oh, that's right. You got to do the crossover. Yeah, and and I'm sure that Kristen was shaking her head. Of course, everyone knows who Park Your Carcass is because she is the Maven of Hollywood, <laughs> beginning in. 1908, I believe, when some of the first talkies came out, or non-talkies came out. But then from 1927 on, the jazz singer, she could she could tell you every movie that has come out in order. <laughs> Is that true? That's not true. Just go with it. He's never going to ask you to start <laughs> listening He will ask me. He's going to no, ask me in won't. a moment. <laughs> Just if you're a guy and you hear Tom went to medical school... Do not let him do the prostate exam because he, like my doctor, has those big kielbasa fingers, and you don't want him poking around. Oh my God, Look I'm gonna have nightmares. Bad boys. I do, I do have some mitts on me. There's no question. I think I, I was a platypus I, when I was a kid. We will chat on Friday, and I will make plans to come into your studio on Friday. Thank you, sir. Looking forward to it. All right, we'll see you guys. Bob Sansevier Sports, sponsored by Brad, Sean, Bryant, personal injury lawyers. Uh, seeking justice for, for the injured. injured. Sing along, sister. <laughs> Bradshaw, Brian. You know, honest to God, Rudy, you should, there's got to be a book out there about that family, the Einstein family. Uh, you got to read it. You would love to read it because where that humor came from, mm-hmm. down through the generations, it's all about what comedy really is. Yeah. It's amazing. Defending Your Life might be the funniest movie yeah. ever made. <laughs> Hands down. That was a how long ago was that? Man? Oh, it had to have been late 70s, I think, maybe God, early 80s. Really? Yeah. And Meryl, 40 years ago. Meryl Streep, like one of her first roles, and just yeah. like, oh, she's in the, the end on the bus when they're yelling at each other. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm getting verklempt. Please. Verklempt. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, back to reality with Kristen Burt and Brittany. What do you think? No reality. Do the segment with me. I love it. <laughs> We're talking reality. That's it. <laughs> I love that. Anything us. any good? Okay, so Catherine was out of town for three days. Uh, it rained for three days. So I was looking for television entertainment. I ran out at about noon on Friday. Well, I gave you a list. Mm-hmm. How did you do with your list? Now, what was it again? He <laughs> doesn't even know. Well, we had the Michael J. Fox documentary. I did still. watch that. It was phenomenal. I Very told sad, you. I though. Like, you have to watch that. That was part of your homework. He's, Made me tear His story up. is phenomenal. And, uh, you know, his legacy is going to live well beyond. Mm-hmm. And I think what's, what's amazing with him is he's had an incredible acting career, but I don't think people give him enough credit for the amount of money he's raised for research yep. for brain diseases. Yeah, that was so... Why did they have to use that picture of him with that big cut over his left eye? Remember they had a big cut right on... Yeah. Started I mean, a, I think they want to show oh. what it's like. I mean, because Parkinson's is... It's a debilitating disease. I just lost my uncle to it in January. Did and you really? 
Yeah, and it, you know he he only lasted four years with it. It's you oh. know for, it's such an individual disease. My uncle was young too, and um, it's it's one of those situations. I, I think it's important where you have someone like Michael J. Fox who's had access to every single trial and he's been able to live this long because he was diagnosed in 1991. But mm-hmm. for other people, it's a it's a short battle. So. I'm glad it draws attention to raising the money and hopefully one day finding a cure. The scariest thing about the movie still is at the very beginning, Michael J. Fox wakes up after a big booze fest the night before. He's very hungover and he looks down and his little finger is moving back and forth and he has no idea. He's not doing it. His little finger's moving Aww. back and forth. And that was the first sign he had Parkinson's. Aww. Oh, God, that was hard to watch. It's, yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking. And I think, too, like, um, I think a lot of people forget that he did have um, a battle with alcoholism. And, yes. and understanding that and how that played into, not necessarily the Parkinson's, but played into his um, mental state and how mm-hmm. he was coping with it once he got the diagnosis. No question. I mean, it, I would say... Yes, you should watch it, but if you're a fan, get ready to have a little towel with you. Jesus, that thing is sad. It, it is sad. It's it is. incredibly sad. And I think the the other aspect of it is he's very honest and he understands that he's in the last chapter of his life. He's yep. like, this is going. This disease is going to take my life, and it's going to take it sooner versus later at this point. Yeah, I mean, he literally, I guess the, it was described to me once by a doctor said, when you have a very, very severe case of Parkinson's, you walk like an octopus swims. Your limbs are going every direction. And it's just, man, that was tough to watch. But thank you for telling me, because I'm really glad I did watch it. Yes. I was like, you have to watch that. Yep. Did you catch air on the Ben Affleck no. movie? No. Because I all do right. like Ben Affleck and those guys. But is it all just about sports? Because I hate those movies. You don't like sports movies? No. Well, it's it's not. I mean, Michael Jordan's not in it. I mean, he plays a figure in it, but right, it's right. more of a business about the movie, shoes, I would right? say. Yeah. It's about, yeah, it's about, it's about the, the, the shoes. Air Jordan, yeah. the creator yeah. of the Air Jordan. So, It's the only movie that was ever made about a shoe that made me cry. That's what I hear, yeah. yeah. Viola Davis heard, yeah. is just... I like, her. I like everybody in it, and I like the producers. I like the writers. I think you like it. Maybe I should I watch it. Like yeah, it. You're right. I think you need to... to Sit down and watch it. You can I'll even watch to. it. It's not that long, but you can watch it in, you know, an hour at a time. Oh, is it really three hours? No, it's like two hours. Well, I could do that. Okay. I You're can good. do that. Not a problem. But yeah, a lot. So there are a few good things. How about new streaming? Because this is going to be a problem because everybody's on strike, right? Well, yeah. And I think this is kind of important to mention. We are hitting week three of the writer's strike. Um and, and I think that this is, we're starting to feel, we're starting to feel like what's happening. And, um, you know, the Tony Awards, mm-hmm. see, and I think people don't even understand, like, well, it's no big deal. They're postponing the Tony Awards. Talk to a producer in New York City about postponing the Tony Awards. They're freaking out because this was what drives their box office dollars for oh, the summer. Yeah. Yep. And what wound up happening is that the producers of the Tony Awards asked to get a waiver to have writers guild writers help produce the show they did not grant the waiver and in the past waivers have been granted the 1988 um writer strike they actually granted the tony awards a waiver in 2008 when we had the writer strike the grammy awards got a waiver they're not granting waivers they're they just want to hit the producers hard over this but what it's doing is hitting broadway very hard and that 
part of the entertainment industry has not recovered from the pandemic. They are still struggling. God. Shows are like just squeaking by and really? they were hoping that the Tony Awards would boost the box office. Isn't it amazing if we do find out 20 years down the well, you find out 20 years down the line that this was all BS, that all those businesses suffered because we overreacted to something. I'm not saying we did, but it is a possibility. I don't think we need 20 years to figure out that it was BS. I think we're, <laughs> yeah, ki- I think we're kind of figuring that out now. <laughs> I hope you're right. Mm-hmm. I hope you're right because it, it can never happen. If that is true, this can never happen again. Yeah, I mean, the pandemic, and that's the other thing, too, when you're looking at production, I mean, that shut down, and I don't know if people also understand, like, for every day that one production is shut down, that is a six-figure number. Right. For one TV show. Right. So we are losing billions by the day. Um, we are seeing jobs cut by the day. And, I, and I'm telling you, I, I also think that this theory is out there. The studios are okay with this strike going on because they knew that they needed to cut positions anyway. They're right. going to blame it on the strike instead of blaming it on their overspending oh. and the economy. Oh, more lies? Really? More lies from Hollywood? Shocking. Hard to believe. Really <laughs> shocking. Shocking, it's yeah. Just, and they'll be, well, it's the writer's fault. There's not enough positions in Hollywood now. Sure. Oh, okay. Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, everything else good? Everything else good. Hey, um, um, today, because we're going to be hearing a lot with Upfronts. They're happening this week. We'll start hearing mm-hmm. about the slate for the fall, so we'll have a lot of news about that this week. Oh, good. But the founder of Pluto TV is giving away 55-inch HDR TVs. I we're saw kidding. that. I saw that. that. You guys, if you're interested in this, there's a catch to it, but I'll tell you, they've already opened up the registration process. It's at freetelly.tv. That's T-E-L-L-Y, freetelly.tv. You have to download the app and register. Um, But the point is, is that they're going to have targeted advertising and collect your data in exchange for a brand new TV. Oh, my God. Well, 55, that's pretty good television. It's great. And they're saying like, hey, we're not we're going to make sure that this doesn't get like outdated very quick. We're going to update it with software regularly. Mm -hmm. Um, You can't it's not just for watching TV and movies. It's going to be interactive for those of you who are gamers, for those of you who like to work out at home. Um, It has an HD camera on it that you can even hide so that you have privacy. So they've kind of thought of everything. And it'll be really interesting to see how this plays out. Isn't that you can see it behind Brittany. That's about a 55 incher, isn't it? You think? How big do you think that is? Yeah, that be, I can't see the full it, aspect. It, it might even be a little bit more like around 60. Oh, yeah. Ma- yeah. 62, maybe? Yeah, yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. That's a big television. Uh, and we turned it on just in time so like, Brittany's picture can pop up right behind Brittany. <laughs> what a great <laughs> idea. So. What That's what I'm going idea. for. Well, I know it's typical of you. More me yeah. now. Obviously. And yes, you can use it with your Roku since I see you guys have a Roku. Mm-hmm. You can use it with your Apple TV. <laughs> it can be integrated. So if you have questions, it can be integrated with your cable box if you're old school and have not cut the cord. So they've thought of everything. If you want a free television, freetelly.com. We will talk to you tomorrow, sister. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everyone. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, right back. Scott Rose, Officer Down podcast. Sheriff Rose, a 20-plus year law enforcement veteran from Minnesota who's worked in patrol, warrants, investigation, administration. Scott Rose, our very special guest, right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app.
Hey folks, Judd Zolgad here, and you know the unofficial start of summer is just two weeks away. You could lose up to 10 pounds by Memorial Day with Livia's doctor-recommended program. Look and feel your best with the weight loss program voted number one in Minnesota. Receive personalized and guided support from Livia's team of experts. Join today and receive three months free. What are you waiting for? Get summer ready with Livia. Call today, 855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com. You know, I lost 40 pounds more than a year ago now with the help of my friends from Livia. And here's the most important thing. Their nutritionists and dietitians also help you keep the weight off. We've all lost weight before. The question is, can you keep the weight off? And with Livia, their program, the answer is most definitely start your success today and get summer ready. Call 855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com. Join now and receive three months free. That's right. Call now, 855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com and receive three months free. Come to Livia to experience life-changing weight loss. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, Our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bialke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard's shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. God, I was going to use a line and I didn't do it. I should have done it. But we had to be on the air, so that's why I didn't do it. Because you had a slow poke in your mouth? She didn't know what a slow poke was. <laughs> what? I didn't, she I've had never no idea what a slow poke was. Oh, man. You don't know what you're missing. <laughs> do they still really make don't. them? I oh, wait a minute. We're talking about the candy, right? Yes, we are. Okay, yes. Just it's clarifying. Or, or my baseball. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Just, 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 Tom going from first to second. I got to better clarify that. 
Indeed, but the greatest part of it is is that uh, we're just sitting here talking, and Brittany's kind of being a wise ass. She looks all, all of a sudden there's a cop standing right in front of her. You thought you were going to prison, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I was done. I knew it. I was like, my record, it's not great. Please don't look it up. You have a wonderful <laughs> record, you liar. Your record's magnificent. And, and, and who'd you bring with you? My wife, my lovely wife, Rosie Rose. Rosie Rose. I like it. Nothing wrong with that. She wants to stay silent and doesn't want to listen to the show because Brittany's on it. <laughs> no, that's not what you said. Brittany intimidates her. I get so oh, yeah. intimidates right? me. Yeah. Right? I, I'm sure that's what It's because it of this, the photo that comes up. <laughs> that's why. I'm, yeah. Okay, when you're standing there with your arms crossed. Yeah. Here, let me tell you something. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Scott Rose, Officer Down Podcast. Uh, Sheriff Rose, a 20-plus year law enforcement veteran from Minnesota, has worked in uh, patrol, warrants, investigations, administration. During his career, he's on the board of directors for the Minnesota Law Enforcement Memorial Association and the Law Enforcement Memorial Foundation of uh, Southeastern Minnesota. Law enforcement is a second career for Sheriff Rose. Prior to law enforcement, he attended broadcasting school. Get out. I did. <laughs> I did. Perfect face for radio. So, well, don't bring that up. I know, I know. <laughs> My father, he thought it was a great career choice. So did you get into the radio? I did. I worked in, uh, I went to school in Phoenix. Right. I went to the um, Ron Bailey School of Broadcasting in downtown Phoenix. And I went from there to work for radio stations in Nebraska, Kansas, Back to Nebraska. Then I worked for um, Laser and Fox down in Rochester before, oh, I, yeah. before I got into law enforcement. Okay, so. so basically you said, I've had enough of this. I want to go arrest someone. You know, I so I, I started volunteering part-time uh, oh, okay, the, yeah. at the sheriff's yep. office. And one of the things we had to do as a volunteer was we had to do ride-alongs. And I did ride-alongs overnights, and I got hooked on it. I just I loved it. And um, I ended up going back to school and... Changed my career. My dad was a deputy. He was a deputy. Oh, there you go. You and I have both done a ride along with mm-hmm. canine unit. Right. Um, and it is, I had like a 20 second moment. So I'm ex military. I was 20 second moment being like, this is actually, this it's is fun. Crazy. It's like, fun. So I could see that. I could yeah. see that like it's its own world. Yeah. Oh, it's, I loved it. It's, yeah, yeah. I loved it. So and but did you stick to overnights then? At the- I stayed overnights for a long time. I turned down days several times. <gasps> really? Because I loved working overnights. That's my, my favorite spot was overtime. Were overnights. you guys married yeah. at the time yeah, when you turned mar- down? We've been together since 1989. So we've I been can't- married. She married a DJ. She married oh a rock my- and roll DJ. Oh, this jockey. She must love you. She apparently. <laughs> <laughs> she Actually, must really she love She liked you. the ride along. She used to ride along. <laughs> Rosie rode along with me every other weekend for ever. See, I get that. Yeah, I get fun. that. Yeah, this is so much fun. God, we had a great time. I lo- I love law enforcement. It's just a oh, just a great great career. And what city were you doing the overnight ride along? So we were in uh, Dodge County. Dodge County. So we're okay. just west of Rochester. Okay, cool. Um, so Casson, Manorville, Dodge Center, um, just a bunch of little towns, little bedroom communities of Rochester, and uh, God, we had fun. And just every night, you know, you never knew what was going to happen, but yeah. you know, but I liked being able to help as cliche as it sounds help make do my little part in making our community a little bit better for my kids you know and know who my kids should hang out yeah. with and who shouldn't there's nothing really wrong should, with that you know there's nothing wrong with i that. loved it, it i great. gotta tell you one thing yeah uh my ride-alongs and i don't know if this was at the time that was legal but i don't know if it was the right thing to do every ride i've ever been on a ride i rode in the front seat because I will not get in the back seat of a police yeah. car. Really? I was in the front too. Happen. Yeah, I don't the right like, along. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never yeah. been in the back seat of a cop car, and oh, I ain't ever going to be in the back seat of a cop. Car. I was uh, my dad. My dad, who was a deputy, I, he, he's like, "You're the Rose kid. 
you're the one rose kid who always came home in the back seat. <laughs> and, and now you're going to be a cop? I love that. Yeah, he's like, that doesn't make sense to me. I was like, Dad, there's more room, more legroom in the front. I got my one bullet in my pocket. You might not remember that reference, maybe. Moan Bullet in the yep, Pocket? Yep. Mm-hmm. Andy Griffith Show? You don't no. remember that no. uh, Alanis Morissette song? I got, I got one, one bullet in my pocket, and the other one is handing out a ticket. Remember yeah. that song? No? <laughs> right. Is that how it goes? It was, about Don Not- was it about Don Knotts? <laughs> it was about Don Knotts, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. The yeah. one bullet. I got the one, one bullet. bullet. Yeah, absolutely. You got one bullet, Andy. Andy, Andy, Andy. Yeah, God, my I dad was just as surprised as anybody at me turning into a cop. So. Are we ever going to get to a position again where the national news will stop uh, they, satanizing police? Victimizing Vic- police? Well, they're victimizing, but they, they, you're, you're Satan, according to them. I man. know. It's, I know. What, when is that going to stop? You know, we've uh, 99.9% of cops have spent their entire career building relationships in their communities. Oh, yeah. Building trust Absolutely. in their communities. You know, it takes years to do that. It only takes a few incidents that get completely blown out of proportion on national news mm-hmm. to, to screw up that work that we've done for for years because i got to be honest with you if they ever did that about disc jockeys about 98 percent of them would have to get fired because yeah. they are really bad no, people. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> i remember that <laughs> yeah. do you remember no, he does I remember do. see was yep, he do. was there that's true uh, oh no, the arrogance 46 last i checked 146 agencies in minnesota with openings hundreds really? and hundreds and hundreds of openings in the state with nobody oh, applying. God. Oh, God. Well, because everybody thinks it's a horrible job. Nobody wants to be the next guy on CNN News or Fox News. Yeah. Or, yep. You know, they just don't want to be there. So how are we supposed to stay safe without a police force? Exactly. That's I mean, I mean, how's that? How's defunding police working for you, Minneapolis? It's just ridiculous. God, I just, I don't understand it. You know, it's so it's going to take us a long time to get over this. Yeah, it is. So I, just... I think the best thing we can do is this week's National Police Week. And one of the best things we can do to honor the men and women who are currently serving is to remember those who have fallen doing this job. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we've got uh, our Minnesota Law Enforcement Memorial tonight at 7 o'clock at the Law Enforcement Memorial um, just, uh, just down from the Capitol on the Capitol grounds. And such a great program. Um, Josh Owen from Pope County was number 300. So he's God. our 300th fallen. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So it's... Uh, you know, we just, for us, honoring our fallen helps us honor and remind people that how important this job is and how mm-hmm. important this career is for the people who are serving now and the sacrifices that their families make. You know, because Rosie can attest to that, the, the holidays and the, the birthdays and the anniversaries. Oh, and, I suppose, you know, Everything yeah. that you miss. And you're not especially around. Especially working nights, you know, you're not around. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's great. I, hey, let me ask you a question, because I have talked about this before. I grew up in North Minneapolis, loved growing up there. There's a little crime once in a while going on there, you know, over the years, all the rest of it. Um, we had no problem with the police back then. Right. I mean, I learned very, very young that if you weren't a jackass, the cops would just be fine. Right, right. That's all. You, just don't be a jackass yep. and you'll be okay. Yep. So why do they go out of the way? Is it, I'm mad at dad, so I'm going to not be nice to the police? I think half of it is dad's not around. That's exactly what I'm saying. Frankly. Yep, you it know, makes sense. Most of the, if, you, if you look at the people that we deal with, they're from, the majority of them are from split homes. Mm-hmm. They're a single, single yep. parent family. And, um, you know, they just don't have that role model. They just don't have, you know, somebody to, to show them the way, to show them how to, you know, how to be a man. And, uh Jeez. You know, they learn it from social media. They learn it from video games, and they learn it from CNN and every other toxic national news 
station. All of them. I, like I said, I don't even watch them anymore. I don't either. I, can't do it I, don't either. I used to. Me off I used to watch it all the time. I used to love following yeah. politics, and now I hate it because you can't have a conversation <laughs> with anybody. <laughs> no, you can't. Oh, wait a minute. Are you going to – don't you have like a political swear jar or something? Yeah, you, you got to – yeah, Oh, yeah. Doing, uh, we do the, I'm not going to quack, quack. Wait, that, oh, quack, quack. Quack, quack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Where did that come from? <laughs> I both respect and like Scott, so I'm not going to quack, oh, quack. Not yet. Oh, but me, you will. <laughs> She, me, she'll do it, but not to you. Okay. Well, I, I got to come here more often. It's okay. police week, okay? I'm not going to back. It's an important week. I love reading this because it says on my sheet, this week is National Police Week is the week. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> who it's, wrote that? Listen, Somebody it's, from radio? Jesus Christ, it's Monday. I'm like, <laughs> listen, I think we figured out now. I am here because I don't know how to spell. It is. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, there you go. No, you spelled the words right. It's uh, everything uh, else I'm uh, very good at. It's oh, yeah, he's a great yeah. editor. Is, is, he's is, he's right? so yeah. good at things. But you get him to spell. Ooh. Oh, yeah. no. Terrible of grammar. Yeah. Oh, it's so. You spelled all the words right. All the words, just in the wrong order. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's right. Right. yeah. Scott, I do have a question for you though, because yeah. I've always wondered about this. A good friend of mine went. To, uh, I went to high school with. Became a sheriff in northern Minnesota, and you know we were guys that you know we went to pit parties, we had keggers, we hung out, we did stupid things. But now that he's in his you know upper thirties, low forties, we try to have a barbecue sometimes, and everybody is a little on edge around him. Because we don't want to have one too many beers. We don't want right. to have because then we're like, hey, we got to run and go pick up the kids from Little League. And it's like, right. do, you, do you ever have a hard time being around like friends and family that if you're at a barbecue and it's a Sunday, they're uh, kind of looking at you going, yes. okay, right on. Well, except for the fact that I was <laughs> I was that guy in the backseat. I don't know if I mentioned that. Sure. Right. You yeah. did. So, yes, you did. So that doesn't surprise them about me. Mm-hmm. However, um, yeah, you, you know, it's just the, the expectations are different. We're, we're, we're set to a higher standard. And and uh, you know that's part of the that's part of the job and um, I don't know I I love it I love the job I, I love working where I grew up mm-hmm. because I think I can really make a, a difference one thing I learned from my dad dad was a, a cop there thirty some years and he could just walk in and, and it didn't matter how bad the situation was because he knew everybody yeah and he'd been yeah. there forever yeah. just him walking in the door would calm things down. Yeah, I could see that. You sure, because he was just sense. that kind of person, and uh, so I tried to do that and and uh, learn from learn from the way he did it. And it's been a great career. I just I I love it. Rosie, I have to ask you a question. I'm looking at the screen right now because he's on YouTube, right? He's pretty scary looking on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, yeah. your head looks bigger than mine, and I got a big <laughs> head. I'll tell you, it's a rose thing. We all have big heads. <laughs> She's laughing. Our kids all have big heads. But I'm looking over at your picture right. Look at his picture right now, Brittany. Yeah. Would you want to piss him off? No. <laughs> no. no. You look like Santa from Silent Night Deadly. Yeah, that's, yeah there you yeah. touchdown. That's it. Exactly right. Bad Santa. Yeah. Bad Santa. That's all there is to it. So what's going um, on for National Peace Officers Memorial Day week? The whole shooting match. You know, the big thing is our memorial tonight. Um, yeah, for the state. For the state. Um, you know, we're going to honor the 300 fallen. We've got uh, that started actually last night at six o'clock last night. Oh. Honor guards started walking the line, and they they walk the line and um, and uh, protect the memorial and honor our fallen. They do it every 50 every 50 minutes. They'll change, and for 24 hours they'll continue to walk that blue line at the memorial. It's super impressive, and uh, so it doesn't matter what the weather's like all day, all night long. Every 15 minutes, a different honor guard comes in, and wow. then then during the day, there's an honor guard team that surrounds the memorial and guards the memorial every 20 minutes. 
And then during the day, we also have wreaths that we dedicate to fallen officers. The fallen officers announced um, their family presents the wreath, and um, and we honor them. And then oh. tonight at uh, about six fifty, six fifty-five, the parade of honor guard or the parade of uh, honor guards will will parade in from the Capitol to the memorial site, um, and then the program will start at six o'clock. And it's uh, or sorry, seven o'clock. And uh, Oh, it's just, it's such a, it's an emotional memorial. It's a, um, it's a touching memorial. It, it, it just really, really shows the, you know, the, the power and the importance of, of the calling that we've taken on. And the sacrifice. Mm. And the sacrifices that these families, you know, for the, for the, you've got the fallen officer, but the, sac- the survivor families, their sacrifice is forever. Every day. Every day. You know, so every time they hear something on the media, um, negative about law enforcement, the anti-law enforcement rhetoric and the systemic allegations, you know, that just, it's, everything's triggering for them. Yeah. You know, so one thing about, so with the podcast, one of the things with the podcast is working with these family, the, all these survivor families, all they want is people to remember their story. Right. To remember their fallen officer. And um, the podcast allows me to work with the families of the fallen officer and the agencies and the officers who worked with him or her um, to share that officer's story, to give, to let people understand and in, introduce them to the officer, to the agency, to the community that they worked in, and then walk them through step by step what happened when we lost the officer, because it gives the the the, the non law enforcement person listening a, a, a way to feel that loss, a way to feel that mm-hmm. hey, this is this is really heavy, and it's really important that we remember these survivor families. And uh, it's cool. It's well, I'll tell you one thing. I've been to one funeral for a police officer. I couldn't do another one. I don't know how you guys do it, man. Everyone. It's incredibly sad. So the Law Enforcement Memorial uh, Association, uh, the state association, is comprised of uh, uh, there are sheriffs, there's uh, some chiefs, uh, some survivor families, and uh, other volunteers on this volunteer board. And we organize and run all the law enforcement funerals statewide. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So like the 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 Owen funeral in Pope County, there were in that procession there were seven seven hundred and somewhere around seven hundred and twenty squad cars Man. in that procession. We had about forty five hundred people there, and um, so emotional. It is and, really uh, emotional. But you know you 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 it's show, it's it's heartbreaking and yet it's inspiring from the standpoint of of. Um, just of the, the 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 impression that that fallen officer and the uh, and that agency has has made in that uh, in that community, and to see the communities come together and really support these guys and these yeah. families and these agencies who've lost their officer, um, it's uh, it's pretty amazing. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show, streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.